decade, this defense had to do everything in its power to disguise its weakness at corner. Then Joe Hayden came along, and now Joe Hayden would really, really like to stay. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers coming to you from Philadelphia, where the team will take on the Eagles tonight at Lincoln Financial Field. There's a 7.30 kickoff for that. Looking forward to it. All kinds of stuff we'll be able to go over for tomorrow's show. For today, I want to talk about Joe. Because Joe certainly wants to talk about Joe. This week, he had a couple of one-on-one interviews, including with our Dale Lawley from DK Pittsburgh Sports at Heinz Field, and he made an impassioned case for why Kevin Colbert and management should come to him about an extension. Now, Joe is a 32-year-old at a position that is not kind to 32-year-olds, never mind 33-year-olds or 34-year-olds. So when you're talking about extensions, you're almost never talking about a one-year extension. You're talking about something that covers multiple seasons. So how do you navigate that? If you're the, if you're the management of this team, while very clearly you recognize and respect not only what Hayden's brought to the Steelers since coming over from Cleveland, but also what he can still bring. Otherwise, you don't chase Steven Nelson out. You know, you chase the older guy out. They didn't do that. It's the same amount of savings that they could have had. And they told Steven Nelson, see ya, when they could only afford one. So that tells you how they feel about where he is production-wise at this point in his career. And that's, that's good. That's a positive. That's a positive for all concerned. But how do, you, how do you put that together into some kind of financial package and make it make sense? Hayden's a $7 million player this year. And I don't know that you can afford to extend him by even that amount at that age. Yeah, I know, I know. The cap goes uh, in a very different direction next offseason. The Steelers are suddenly swimming in cap space. But as I keep bringing up every time that subject arises, you can't just count on the 2022 cap space into eternity. There might be a quarterback you need to sign from the outside for crying out loud. And just like that, between Joe and T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick, you're going to see, poof, that space just disappear. You still have to be careful with the space that's at hand because it's been how long now since the Steelers have had to, you know, go search for a quarterback? Yeah. 
There is one way, though. There is one way that you can justify a Hayden extension, I think. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose how and where you'd like to go about your learning, whether it's at Point Park's beautiful downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, whether it's a flexible hybrid format. Learn more about all of this at pointpark.edu. What if Hayden could be moved to safety? No, not strong safety. He, he's a good tackler. He's not a great tackler. He's not somebody you'd want up at the line of scrimmage. But what if he was the free safety and you allowed Minka to roam free and to kind of stay closer to the line? Hmm? I could see Hayden having a Rod Woodson phase, second phase, to his career. Now, I can't know that. I do know that Hayden's played multiple positions already in his NFL career. Early on in Cleveland, they had him bouncing all over creation. I mean, that's how enormous a part of that crappy team he was in those years. I would have had Joe at all 11 positions, actually, with that group. But if you can find a reasonable amount of confidence in not only his ability but also his willingness to try something that's a little different where you don't have to focus on the straight line speed, uh, the straight line component, which eventually fades for everybody. My goodness, if it could fade for Woodson, it can fade for anybody. Then, then you've got an actual dialogue at hand. You've got something that you can work with. I don't need to tell anybody who follows this team on a regular basis that there's not any great affection from the general public as to how Terrell Edmonds plays. Uh, he had, I thought, a very good year. He was reliable. He was sturdy. He was strong up at the line. Basically what Terrell is is kind of a a skinny linebacker, you know, but he doesn't make very many, if at all, plays on the football, and that's what we've forever expected out of the safety position, whether that's fair or not in the modern NFL. He's not someone, as we just saw, who the Steelers have committed to for the longer term. They took his fifth-year option, but that was that. No extension, no nothing. It was just, okay, here we have the right to basically stamp your contract for another year. We're going to do that. But that's not any kind of commitment. He has to go out and prove himself again. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Maybe the Steelers will see a different kind of arrangement where they say, all right, we're going to pay Minka a zillion dollars, and we need to make sure that Minka's free to do his Minka things. If we trust Joe Hayden in a new position to do that at a higher level than Terrell, 
why would we go and overpay Terrell? We can just keep Joe, maybe do it at an even lower rate, meaning lower than what Joe's getting now. Hmm? Okay, well now, now we're talking about something here. When we come back, just one question. Just one question that's always brought to you on this program by the personal injury law firm of Luxembourg, Garbett, Kelly, and George. LGAG. They represent people who are hurt in car accidents, who need assistance with workers' comp, who filed medical malpractice claims. Learn more about them at lgkg.com. Today's question comes from John, who asks, The Steelers Hall of Fame speeches in Canton referred a lot to the Pittsburgh attitude and the tradition. After Cam Hayward and Ben Roethlisberger, who do you see that could be in that next wave of Pittsburgh legends? You know, John, the first thing that I think that people inside the team uh, would respond to with the way that you asked that would be to not leave out Marquise Pouncey. Uh, He is held in the highest possible regard by people not only uh, associated with the Steelers but around football. So I, I would throw him in there with with Cam. Ben's on his own level. Ben is Ben's a completely different stratosphere when it comes to this sort of thing. But if you're talking about the next wave, and I think I know what you mean here, I think you are looking at T.J. Watt Minka Fitzpatrick, if Minka can keep it up and stay constantly in that conversation for best safety in the NFL. If he can work his way um, into a consistent, not that he hasn't done this yet, I'm just talking about for the future, a consistent level of, of takeaways and develop that type of personality where he doesn't have to be Troy, he doesn't have to be Ed Reed, but he has to be somewhere up there where you say, uh, his name almost synonymously with safeties who take the ball away. That's that's his claim to fame. He's not going to be Troy in terms of the, the crazy athleticism, and he's never going to run up Ed Reed-type numbers. But if he's up there, if he's up there and he stays there, he's going to be that guy. Uh, TJ's obviously already that guy. When you're in multiple DPOY discussions you know you're you're headed to Canton you're headed to Canton so you've got a couple of guys in there already no I'm not going to bring up Najee Harris hasn't taken a snap in anger in the NFL yet but these other guys I think you have a chance to see the Steelers continue that lineage of truly great players being in Pittsburgh excelling in Pittsburgh and coming with that same type of character that you associate with Pittsburgh. That's what a lot of those speeches were about, especially Troy's. Troy's was unbelievable. But they all do that. When they're up there and they're looking out at that crowd of 20,000 in Canton and, and they're seeing the towels waving and you know, to some extent, they all still think of us as having just gotten done with our shifts at the mill, 
okay? <laughs> that's just the way it goes. But that's that's okay. I, I've never been one to bristle at that. I, I, I don't like when people think that we actually are working in mills. There's not a single steel mill inside city limits in Pittsburgh, and there hasn't been one for quite a while. But the work ethic, the the moxie, everything that's associated with the city, yeah, man, that's that's a very, very welcome identifier. And if you have guys like Cam and and Ben and Marquise and TJ and Minka living up to that brand, that's something that makes the Steelers' legacy just push forward. Just push forward. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll have another one tomorrow that'll go into detail about whatever of significance happens here in Philadelphia tonight. Thank you.